We are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is April 22nd, 2021 and week 116. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in week in and week out to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, we'll be talking about faith. Do you have faith? And when we look at that question, do we actually know what it means? Um, in one of the verses we're going to cover tonight, Jesus says he's coming back and he's looking for faith. So we're going to take a deep dive into the Bible, take another turn at the wheel. So we hope you guys enjoy this message. We hope you guys get something from it. And without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. Thank you, Melvin. As always, we do like to start by saying a prayer if you guys are in a place where you can take a moment to uh, stop and pray with us. We encourage you to do so at this time. Gracious Lord, thank you for yet another opportunity. Lord, we thank you for being such a mighty God. Lord, we thank you for being such a gracious God, a loving God, a kind God. Lord, we thank you for doing all the things that you do for us. Help us to never take you for granted, Lord. Uh, even the small things in life, Lord, whatever it is, help us to be thankful for that, Lord. We're asking that no matter what time of our life, we are going through lord we're asking that you continue to remind us there is a reason to have joy help us to be thankful lord help us to be happy help us to be joyous no matter what's going on in our lives lord there is always a reason to have joy lord we're praying for the bible study tonight that you would touch the ears of those people that are listening touch those who are willing to do your word lord we're asking that you would touch us all Continue to open our understanding, continue to open our ears, giving us ears uh, and a heart, an open heart to want to listen, Lord. We're praying that we will continue to increase in knowledge and understanding. And Lord, we're praying all of these blessings in your loving name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So Melvin already brought the topic in. We're talking about if you have faith or not. Uh, and so we won't prolong it. We will go to the book of Luke and we'll pick it up in chapter 18 and verse 8, where we'll see some of the words of Jesus. So for those people who love to say, I only believe the red writing, we'll pick up the red writing tonight. All right. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, when the son of man cometh. Mm -hmm. Shall he find faith on the earth? Jesus talks about himself in third person. Now, he does this a lot. Now, if we did this today, someone would say we're crazy. But he speaks of himself and he said, when I return, shall I find faith on earth? So tonight, the question is, do you have this faith that Jesus is looking for? He's looking for something. He's seeking it. He left. He said, I go away to prepare a place for us. He's going to prepare something for us, but he's preparing it for those people who have faith. So we're going to look at that faith that he's talking about tonight. Uh, we know Paul, he talked about faith 
He said, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Uh, we call it the faith chapter. In the book of Hebrews, he said, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See, with our faith, it should come with some evidence. It should come with something to back it up. You know, whatever it is in life, uh, people are expecting us to back it up. Uh, if you want a house built uh, and you go to a contract, you want to see the houses that they've had built. You want to see some evidence. Whatever it is, we want to see the evidence. So with our faith, God is expecting some evidence of it. He's expecting some fruits. He's expecting us to produce something with our faith. It's not just about saying whether we believe Jesus died on the cross or not. That's a part of it. But that's not the whole story. So he said, when I return, when I come back, am I going to find faith on the earth? He's looking for faith in you and I. He's looking for it. So tonight, that's what we're going to look at. Do you have faith? The faith that Jesus is coming back for. He said in Revelation, Jesus told us, he said, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. He's going to repay us for our faith. He has something in store for us. If you have the faith that he's looking for. So we'll look at that tonight by the grace of God. And let's move to another set of scriptures. I just wanted to introduce what we're talking about tonight because he's looking for this. He says, shall I find it when I return? When he comes back to the earth, shall he find it? We know he's gone right now, but he's coming back. So in the book of Matthew chapter eight, Matthew chapter 8, and let's look at verse 5 there. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum. Now, he's looking. See, he was looking for this faith even when he was here. He's still looking for this faith. I know he came here to die for our sins. But he was trying to build someone's faith. The disciples cried out in one place. They said, Lord. Increase our faith. Increase us. Jesus calls so many people, O oh, ye of little faith. A lot of us have little faith today. And we don't think we need to increase it. But God is looking for us to increase it. He didn't want us to stay at the little faith. You know what? I recently had a friend to have a baby. And now... Imagine, I'm not speaking directly about this person, but just imagine if a baby is born and that baby didn't increase in size. We would think we would automatically know there's something wrong. So how is it that we can become born again Christians but not grow in faith? It's something wrong. There's an issue. God is looking for our faith 
to be increased. So when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, he's looking for someone with his faith. Go ahead. There came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Someone came to him, uh huh. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Now, this man came to Jesus not for himself, he came for his servant. He said, my servant is at home, afflicted in torments. He's hurting, sick. Go ahead, man. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. Now, what I noticed about this was that Jesus volunteered his services. He only, this man only came up and said, look. I know Jesus knew where he was getting what he was getting at. But Jesus said, look, I'll come and I'll heal him. But the man didn't ask him to come. He only wanted the man to be healed. He didn't want Jesus to come to his house. Go ahead. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. He says, speak it and it'll happen. You know, people say that all the time today, man. They say, speak it into existence. Jesus actually had this power to do that because he's God Almighty. So he's the centurion. He was nothing but a soldier. We can call him a lieutenant. We can call him the general, whatever word we want to call him. He was a man in the authority position he said look just speak the word don't you don't have to come just speak the word and he'll be healed now that's faith he has enough belief to believe that if Jesus did nothing but say it's going to come to pass he believed that it would happen now that's faith this is the faith that God is looking for, for us to believe whatever the Lord says is coming to pass. Go ahead, Mel. But speak the word only again, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Mm -hmm. For I am a man under authority. He said, I'm a man under authority. He said, I understand your position. Because in some ways, I have the same position. Go ahead. And I say to this man, having soldiers under me, mm -hmm. and I say to this man, go. And he goes. He said, I say to this person, go. And they do it. See, this man is telling Jesus, I can relate to you in some ways. Now, he, didn't, he wasn't going, he wasn't saying he could speak to the disease the way Jesus could but he said in some ways I can understand your authority because when I say to this person go they go whether it's cold whether it's hot whether it's rain or snow they go mm -hmm. and to another come and he cometh see no matter how early it is they come whatever it is that I tell them they do it. Mm -hmm. And to my servant, do this. And he doeth it. He, he does it. See, 
what I recognize, this is faith also. It takes some level of faith for us to obey commands like this. It takes some level of faith because what I found is that we do the same thing in our job. Now, we might not believe in the person the way uh, we believe in maybe our relatives or whoever else uh, that we put a lot of trust in, maybe a spouse, whoever. We may not believe in them in that regard, but what we do believe is that if we follow their commands, we believe it'll pay off in the end. We'll receive a check for it. We'll receive cash. We'll receive direct deposit, whatever it is. We will receive some type of reimbursement, some payment. We believe that. We have faith in that much. We can go, talked about it uh, not long ago. We can go to a job having never worked there. Don't know the people. Don't know anything about them. But we believe if I show up this week, that check will show up next week. We believe that. We have that faith. And it shows because that's the reason we show up at 7 in the morning. That's the reason we show up at 8. 8.39, that's the reason we show up and we'll work all day. Because we believe that they're going to pay us for it. Jesus said, behold, I come quickly in the book of Revelations. He said, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to pay every man according as his work shall be. Jesus said, when I come, am I going to find faith? He's going to pay us for what we did, for the faith that we had, because our faith comes with evidence. Now, I'm not saying you can work your way into heaven, because you can't. This is by the grace of God. But our faith still has to come with evidence. The Bible tells us, in the book of James, faith without works is dead. So what we're looking at in verse 9 is the works. We're looking at the works aspect of the faith. The man told Jesus, he said, look, whatever I tell people, I understand authority. He said, whatever I tell them, they do it. Somebody has some type of trust in this man. That he would reward them for what they did. So the man said, Jesus, just speak the word and it'll be done. Go ahead, man. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. He marveled after he heard this. See, this man understood something. Jesus marveled after he heard this. Uh-huh. And said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Now look at who he said that to. Look at who he turned and said that to. He said that to the people that followed him. See, God is trying to talk to his followers. He's trying to see if we have faith. Jesus said in the church. Now that's what Israel is. It represents the church. He said in the church, I have not found this type of faith. The faith that says, if you just speak the word, it'll be done. 
the faith that says whatever he told me to do, I'm doing it. If he says go, I'm going. If he says come, I'm coming. If he says stop, I'm stopping. We don't have that type of faith in the church. We don't have that faith in the church. But this is the faith that Jesus said he's coming back. He's coming back for a church without a spot or blemish. He's coming back for a group of people that had this faith, faith enough to do. You know, it's not faith when we say we believe, but our actions show otherwise. That's not faith. We may talk like it, but that's not faith. It's not faith. Because none of us in our right minds believe within our hearts that we cannot show up at a job and still get paid. If we did, none of us would work. I know I wouldn't. But we believe that if I go, I'll be paid. This holds true in Christ. If we do what he says, God told Joshua, he said, look, if you do these things, he said, don't turn to the right or the left. He said, you'll have good success. You'll be prosperous. But you got to observe and do it. That's faith. Faith is believing. And faith comes with evidence. It comes with the evidence that you believe. See, you can't see belief. Not at its purest form. It's like the air. You can't see it at its purest. But you can see when someone believes in something by how they act. But now you can take every person on the street and you can ask them a question and they say, yeah, I believe this, I believe that. But you can't see it in that moment. But if you follow them, look at their actions, then you can see whether they believe what they said or whether they don't. So Jesus said, he said, I haven't found this type of faith in the church because whatever God tells us, he say, I'm not doing it. If he says go, he said, why do I have to go? Why should I? We seen the same thing happen to Balaam. God told him not to go with the uh, servants who came down to King Balaam. God told him not to go. They enticed him, though with the money and so he said you know what let me go back and see what else God has to say about this see God might change his mind see I don't know if he understood the whole situation God didn't get it all let me tell him again he might say something different and he did so God said go but God was upset because Balaam went His faith wasn't where it needed to be. We got to have faith in God to not only say we believe, but to do. To do what he said. 
Reverse nine for us again, Melvin. For I am a man under authority, mm -hmm. having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. See, wouldn't it be incredible if we had faith in God to do whatever he said? That's what Mary told them at the wedding. She said, whatsoever he said, do. She said, do it. Whatever Jesus said, do it. He told them to fill up the water pots with water. If he had told us to do that, we said, man, what? What does that have to do with the wine? It is water, man. This is wasting our time. We need to go up the street. I know somebody that got some down the road. This is wasting our time, man. See, that's how we think. Whatever he says do, it doesn't make sense. The Bible tells us God has chosen the foolish things of this world. He has chosen things. He's going to tell us to do things a lot of times that might not seem as though they make sense. But that's faith. Believing in him when it doesn't seem right. But because he says so, we do it. One person in the scriptures, he said, Lord, help. He said, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. He said, help me in the places where I'm weak at. Lord, I want to have more faith. Increase my faith. That's what he was saying. I want to believe in you for the impossible. Not just to heal my headache. So, the centurion here, he said, look, I understand your position somewhat. Because I too can tell people to do stuff and they do it. They have a trust in me. But imagine if we had that type of trust in God. He said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. We only trust him with some. So he said, let's go down to verse 10. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. He said he hadn't found this in the church. We don't believe in the words of God. We don't believe we have to do all of what he says do. So many people you can talk to, they say, well, I believe some of the Bible. I don't believe all of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of us believe that way when we don't want to do what he said do. We don't feel that we should forgive everybody. We say, well, some people just did some unforgivable things. I seen a video one time. Man said, unforgivable. He said, you can't forgive somebody for certain things. You just can't. But God says you can. So we find a divide there. We find an issue. When we come to the point that we don't agree with what God says, we don't have faith. But Jesus says he's coming back. Shall he find this faith, the faith to believe whatever he said do? 
the same faith we have on our job, even when we don't want to do something, we still do it. Even when we don't feel like going in, we go in because I can guarantee you. Most of us, I can say just about all of us. There's many days we don't feel like going in. Because I now I, I believe this person now this isn't the Bible now. But I believe if we could get unlimited money without ever working again, I think we'd all take it. Now, that's just what I think. That's not in the book. Somebody might say, I keep working. Somebody might say that. <laughs> but now, I believe if you get an unlimited supply of money, you, you wouldn't even go to work anymore. You would not go. So we have some type of belief in our job. Suppose we had that belief in God that every payday he was going to come through. See, we if we have direct deposit on payday, we get up in the morning, we check. We say, oh, yeah, it's there. I knew it was going to be there. It's always on time. See, there's a lot of things we have faith in. We believe it's going to happen. When we go to the doctor and we get the medicine, we believe it's going to work. And if it doesn't, we're confused. We said, man, why didn't this work? I need to go back to the doctor. Because I thought they said this was going to work. Why not have that type of faith in God to believe him? He's going to work. He's going to show up. Jesus said, I hadn't found this type of faith. But they believe wholeheartedly on my word. I can speak the word and it'll be done. I can say go and they'll go. I can say come and they'll come. We put up a big fight. But God is looking for us to get beyond that. And have this faith in him. Faith that comes with evidence. He said, let your light so shine that men may see. See your faith. That's what they're seeing. They're seeing that you believe in God. People should look at our lives and say, I know. I know this person loves God. So Jesus said he's coming to find faith. So tonight. The question is, do you have that faith? Are you working towards that faith? It's my hope that we all are because we need it. I want to get that scripture in Revelations. I think it's chapter 22, but let me check. Yeah, 22. And... Well, okay, yeah. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, 
to give every man according as his works shall be. He said, Behold, I'm coming quickly. Jesus said, in the place we read earlier in the book of Luke, he said, When the Son of Man come, shall he find faith on earth? Here, he's talking about the same thing. He said, I'm coming back quickly now. One place he talked about as a thief in the night. You won't see it coming. He said, behold, I'm, I'm coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according as his faith. According to his faith. Because the Bible tells us faith without works is dead. He's going to pay us. He's going to reward us. For our faith. We see in so many places in the scripture. Jesus said go thy way. Thy faith. Hath made thee whole. Their faith. Paid off for them. He rewarded so many. Because of their faith. In the story we were just reading. The centurion servant. He was healed. Because of the faith. That the man had faith will pay off for you. Faith is worth more than the paycheck we get every week, every every month. Faith is more than uh, the paycheck. If you were able to combine every paycheck you've ever received and every one you ever will receive, our faith will get a bigger check. For that, we're talking about eternal life. Our faith speaks for us. It'll reward you. So Jesus said, behold, I'm coming quickly. And I'm going to give everyone according to their faith. He's looking for faith. That's what he said he's coming back looking for. Faith without works is dead. We can interchange those words. Because if I believe something, it's going to show. You know, when a person plants a garden, if they take, uh, if they want to plant some potatoes, they have faith in that if I put this seed in the ground, it's going to grow. I know it may not happen today, right this moment, as soon as it happens, but I believe is going to work so they continue to do things to make that possible they make the ground right they prepare the ground they water whatever uh, crop it is whatever plant they water it they make sure it's in the right environment we do all sorts of things when we have faith in something we put in the work we put in the time God is looking for us to do that same thing. So Jesus said, when I return, am I going to find this faith? He said, I'm coming quickly. And I'm, I'm giving out paychecks to everybody who has this faith will be paid with eternal life. If we have the faith in him. So, I hope that we would have this faith. 
that we would choose to trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. I hope we would have the trust in him. Because we exhibit a lot of trust in a lot of other people. Let's have that same trust in God. So, I thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Uh, those who listen to this, those who may listen later, those who uh, will listen on the podcast, those who even won't listen. <laughs> thank God for you, too, because the scripture, it declares all of us, no matter what side we're on, somebody's fulfilling the scripture. So I thank God for you guys, as always. Uh, and at this time, I will hand it back over to Melvin, who uh, I want to give thanks to him, too, because he makes a lot of this possible. Uh, the green screen, all the effects that we see, the music, uh, the, the scriptures on the screen, a lot of these things, he puts in the time to do that. Uh, so I would be mistaken to take credit for a lot of things that I can't receive the credit for. Um, I won't receive the credit for it. So I just thank God for him. I thank God for you guys, uh, all of God's people that he's put uh, in various places to fulfill various roles. Uh, all of God's people play a very valuable role. So I thank God uh, for that. So at this time, I will stop talking now. <laughs> Uh, and at this time, I'll turn it back over to Melvin. You know, Tony, um, you know, wants to give credit to me. But I want to turn around and give the credit to him as well because, you know, we can have all of the effects, the green screen, but it doesn't mean anything without the true word of God being spread. And all the time that he puts into reading, <laughs> every time it seems like I look up, He's reading the Bible or he's on the phone with somebody, somebody talking about the word of God. So if I had to say what was more important, I would definitely say it's the spreading of the word of God. And I'm definitely appreciative to all the events that have led up to us meeting to me, um, reading the true word of God about things that were never brought up to me. And we were talking about that a while ago, like everything that happened that led to this moment right here. If one thing was just a little bit different, had we had a different conversation or had not had a conversation at all, how things would be completely different. So God has a way of working things out. And I definitely want to thank him and give all the credit to him for making this happen because without him, none of this would be possible, none of it at all. So thanks to Tony and thanks to everybody else that he's put in my life who I didn't even know that I needed. So a big shout out and the thanks goes to all of you guys. But getting back to the message, I hope you guys got something out of that. Um, the topic is on, on faith and another word we can put there is belief. A lot of people hold on to John chapter three and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So people will say that all I have to do is believe and I'm straight. But the question is, believe what? <laughs> I remember um, Tony said a while ago, if the only thing you have to do is believe, why do we have all of these scriptures? 
the Bible would just be one or two pages and, that's, and that says that just say believe and that's it. But with our belief and with our faith, as also mentioned in the message, we have to have evidence. I'm sure we're also familiar with the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Uh, we like to call it the faith chapter. And it says by faith, so-and-so did this by faith. Abraham was going to offer up Isaac as a sacrifice. Now that's having real faith for you to wait that long for a son only to turn around and give it right back to God. But he had the faith because he told the people to wait here at the bottom of this mountain. And he said, we will return unto you. Meaning he and Isaac, because he already knew that God was going to provide himself. Because when Isaac got up there, he says, look, I see all the stuff for the sacrifice, but I don't see the sacrificial lamb. And then that's when Abraham said that God will provide himself a lamb. So that's the faith that we have to have. I'm not saying that you have to offer up your son or your daughter. I'm not talking about that. But all what I am saying is we have to have some actions that back up our faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So we have to have the faith. You know, um, Tony used this example a, a whole lot. If I have a car outside, I'm not going to have faith that is out there because I know that it's out there. But you have to have faith in stuff that you don't know, that, that you can't see right there in front of your eyes. Whether that may be a disease, somebody you know is sick, you have to believe. By his stripes we are healed. We have to believe and, and pray and that things will get better. So I thank you guys for tuning in. I see we don't have any comments. Um, as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We've been having new people in there, and I think that they enjoy the messages, and I hope that you guys will too, should you decide to come. So it's a great topic every week. We hope to see you guys there. And other than that, I don't have anything else to say. So as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. One more time. Count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if God blesses and says the same through his grace, uh, we will see you guys next Thursday evening, hopefully Monday and Wednesday on the Zoom. But if not, then next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys be blessed and we'll see you guys then. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.